This is the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 14. I'm your host, and 64 Josh. I got my sparring partner and co-host, Nightcrawler. What's up, dude? Yo, yo, yo. And we got we got a player three. We got somebody that actually knows how to play Smash with us today. What's up, Scott? How you doing? Oh, hey, how you doing, guys? Doing good, doing good. We're glad to, glad you reached out, man. You just hit me up on Twitter out of the blue. We're like, hey, I play Luigi. I'm pretty good. I do some tournaments. I'm like, hey, let's uh, let's get you on. Yeah, I mean, I just really wanted to reach out to you guys and really just relay the info I know because I know you were looking for people that went to tournaments and such. So figured it'd be fun. Yeah, dude, it's 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 going to be great. So if you can do me a favor, Scott, if you can keep your mic as close to your mouth as possible, I just want to make sure you're loud enough. You got a little quiet. So, OK, you got me. Yep, we're good. We're good. So okay. let you guys know just a few little announcements. First, if you are watching this show on YouTube, we do it as a podcast as well. You can find it on uh, iTunes, Google Play, all that stuff. Uh, and then vice versa, if you want to see the episodes there on YouTube. And then, of course, we do it live, twitch.tv slash n64josh. We're shooting for around 2 p.m. on Fridays, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Fridays. So if you want to come hang out, you're more than welcome to. We'd love to have you. And uh, it's a good time. And then sometimes when we're done, we might play a little bit. It just depends on the uh, it just depends on the day. So um, this is this is the final week of not having any smash five news this is the final week it's like christmas eve next friday yeah i'm super hyped for that honestly yes it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome so uh real quick scott give us just kind of the 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 lowdown with you and and your history with smash a little bit and and uh and then we'll jump into the news okay so i actually started playing smash like most people, when they uh, picked up the first game, I was really young then. I, I was born in 96, so I think I was three or four when I started playing the game with my cousins. We used to play all the time, obviously, just like four-player items and stuff. Um, and from there, I just had a love for the series ever, ever since, really. I just love the characters and how you can just hit them against each other. It's always been the best part about it, obviously, for most people, but... Once I started getting into it with um, with Brawl, after Melee, I played a lot of Melee, but with Brawl, I was really excited to be able to finally play online, and we know how that turned out, but <laughs> um, regardless, that was a big deal. I would follow the dojo all the time, and I started getting into the online scene for that game when it came out, because I had a friend of mine by the name of uh, Mike, he goes by Clipboards, he's in the Smash scene too, but... Um, he directed me to this forum called Brawl Friend Codes. And I used to play with great players all the time on there that would just occasionally play online. And after that, for a while, I was just looking into getting into tournaments because, you know, there wasn't much around me. So a couple of years later, I'm in high school and I have this guy who invites me to his local town over and they play Melee. So I'm like, oh, I don't really know much about competitive melee or anything i've never really heard of tournaments or anything for that game so i'll check it out so i look up youtube videos and such and i i go to this tournament and i do okay but i kind of get wiped by the guy who invited me and i'm like okay i think i understand now <laughs> like you, you kind of start to realize 
as you start to notice things that you're not as good as you might have thought you were. <laughs> and a lot of people experience this, yeah. And after that, I actually kept playing that for a while on and off. But I really got into it with Smash 4 when that came out because I wanted to prove that I was pretty capable at that point. And ever since, I've just kept playing. Nice, man. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, we're going to we're gonna get... And so you, you main luigi in smash four right yes yeah yeah so what why why luigi okay so (laughs) the main reason why i play luigi is just because of his throw combo that's really it um i know you guys have probably heard of elegant right oh yeah for sure yep we talked we talked about him about a week ago sorry what was that you cut out from it yeah yeah we talked we talked about him uh i think like two weeks ago Oh, yeah, okay. So he's a big proponent of the character because of those also, the throw combos. Um, originally, I mean Sheik when I would just play locally at smaller tournaments, but I really got into it with Luigi. kind of made me a little bit more interested in the game because of the combos. So I've just played him ever since. He's just exciting to play. Like You can touch somebody once and they could possibly die. <laughs> I got you. That's the really exciting part about it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, awesome, man. Well, we're going to uh, we're going to get into the smash news now. Crawler, I'm going to let you take it away. Nice. Yeah. So this weekend uh, we talked about it last week, um, but this past weekend, the smash and splash in the Wisconsin Dells took place and they had, I think, every single game uh, that smash has to offer uh, available for people to compete in. Um, We have some of the results. There's a link in the show notes that can take you for full results. But I'll go over a few here real quick. Let me get back up to the top. So uh, for Smash 4, uh, the top four, we'll go top four, well, top five. So Elegant, playing as Luigi. Uh, Light, playing as Fox, took fourth. Uh, MK Leo, which had, he played four different characters, uh, took third. Salem, played as Bayonetta, took second. And Void, played as Sheik, and won overall for singles for Smash 4. And then Melee. Uh, top five was uh, Mewtwo King, and he played three different characters. Um, Leffen played as Fox. Hungerbox as Jigglypuff took second. And Armada won as Peach and Fox. Yeah, and we included videos to uh, in the show notes here. There's a video to the, um, the Melee Finals, a link to that video, and also a link to the Smash 4 Finals. I actually watched a good portion of the Melee Finals, and... Those guys are just crazy. Like it's it's that game is so old, but it's still so entertaining to watch. It's crazy. You know, like it it is, just yeah. it's so fast and so like the, the things they do, you're just like, what? How? How do they do this? Yeah, but just the shots of them holding their controllers as well is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always love that. <laughs> yeah. So so real good stuff. If you want to be able to check those out, we got links in the show notes for you. Uh during the melee finals, Ninja the uh, Fortnite streamer hosted the channel for with 94,000 viewers. So this is uh this is a, this is a big deal. Like this is big for, for smash like period, like really good. And the announcers did a great job of saying, Hey, if you guys are interested in the tournament scene or getting into smash, we've got all kinds of, of videos and, 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 uh, different uh um 
different resources for you to to get involved. So I thought they I thought they really knocked it out of the park with 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 that many people there just to to really promote promote Smash. And I mean, it was it it was <laughs> crazy. Ninety four thousand. Did you see Did you see who the guest uh, caster was for the Smash Four finals? Uh, I didn't. I mean, I didn't recognize him. Zero, zero came out and and was was casting. Oh, Smash! I'm sorry, yeah. I thought you meant yeah. Melee, and I was like, I didn't see, any, but I didn't, oh. <laughs> I didn't catch any of the Smash Four ones. No, I didn't see it, but I did, I did know that I was following enough on Twitter that I saw that he was he was going out there specifically for that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he put a lot of hype into that. That was really entertaining. That's awesome. That's cool that he's. It, it's good to see that he's going to be competing and everything like this. Oh my gosh, this is. Uh, <laughs> the, the invitation or the don't Christmas it, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Do we, um, while we're, uh, while we're talking about this caller, would you mind pulling up the exact time? The invitation is going to be happening just so we can, uh, make yeah, sure I'll we let, let everybody know. So, um, so we have, uh, as far as another piece of news, we do have some talking points we're going to get to, but as far as just, uh, more news, there was a GameCube controller that was leaked, a picture of a uh, officially licensed. We have no nothing. Nothing has been officially announced, but this is an officially licensed controller based on the pictures that we saw in a, wa- a Walmart warehouse um, made from the company Power A, who I believe made the uh, like the Mario and the Peach, the Samus, the all of the uh, um, they're real plasticky GameCube controllers that you plug into a Wii remote. Not really. Not really super awesome, but, you know, they could get get the job done. This looks like it took the GameCube's original design and then tried to uh, modify it a little bit, added two Z buttons. So you basically had two bumpers. The D-pad is much bigger than the original GameCube D-pad. It's no longer a lucky charm. And uh, um, and it's a wired controller. So and they have they have. blue or the indigo and and black so far as is what the the picture showed so again we'll probably find out more on and i'm not sure if we'll find that out at the e3 presentation or if it's going to be a treehouse thing that's going to talk about some of the accessories that are coming for smash you know like i need i have i'd have to go look back and see how they announced it for uh wii u as far as the adapter and the gamecube controllers coming out because i just don't remember but it so kind of, the Smash Bros. Invitational, I have it here, um, is not quite an official time. It does start immediately following the Splatoon 2 World Championships. And the final, the grand finals for that take place on June 12th at 1 p.m. Pacific for the Splatoon finals. So when those wrap up, I guess, depending on how quickly or how slowly they go, the, the Smash Bros. Invitational starts after that. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. So, and please tell me the 12th is Tuesday. It is. Oh, good. That's good. Cause that's the day I took all day off. I'm like, if that's <laughs> yeah, you, Wednesday, you and me both have that whole day to, to sit and watch. I was going to be super be depressed. So, uh, the last little bit of news is smash five will be playable June 12th. Um, at the Nintendo store in New York, we have a link to the uh, tweet that Nintendo put out. So if you're in New York and you want to be able to play smash, you, you have an opportunity. Just, uh, check the link, check Nintendo's Twitter. Um, actually this link comes from, uh, smash switch news. That's the link I have here. So, um, 
could be an opportunity for you to go play it if you're if you're in the area. So that'd be pretty that'd be pretty cool. If you do play it and you listen to this show, shoot us a tweet. Let us know how it was. Did you enjoy Shell it? Shell shock. We're looking at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're looking at you, buddy. So um, we we want to hear we want to hear how it uh, how it played. So we do have. I know Ninja's going, and he already got signed up. Um, Ninja Yoshi. He's uh, another friend of the show. He he signed up and going to be playing. So we'll get to. We'll get to hear from him for sure. Um, so couple topics now going back to the GameCube controller. Do you guys think we're going to see an officially, um, you know, the official Nintendo controller, the official GameCube controller? Are we going to get the other, the other uh, uh, USB port, you know, just like we had for the Wii U? Scott, what do you think? So, I have been looking at Reddit, and I, I saw the post about the, um, the officially licensed GameCube controllers and such like that, but I'm not 100% sure if they'll rebrand them for the Switch and release them again. I'm hoping, because if they do have a market, I think definitely a lot of people would love to buy them. Um, specifically because if you go and search for a GameCube controller right now to use it for tournaments or whatever else you want to use it for for old GameCube games... Um, they go for really high prices. Like I actually recently bought a new one and it was about, um, 90 after shipping. It was ridiculous, but I use it for tournaments. So I figured I'd buy, it. I know I get my use out of it. So, I mean, for anybody who typically wouldn't use it that often, it's not worth the price. I think they should re-release them for the switch, but we'll see. Carly, what do you think? Yeah, I just pulled up the picture again, and I'm looking at it, and there is one major thing that the uh, the Power A um, controller in, on the box, at least, appears to have is something the GameCube controller is lacking, which is a uh, LZ button. Um, so I think if Nintendo... I, I, I know how a lot of Nintendo snobs like to stick their nose up at not officially produced Nintendo peripherals, but I, I mean, if Nintendo can can make one that is is the GameCube controller and it maybe mimics this design, I think it can have a market, especially on the Switch as well, with the fact that you don't need to have the Wii U adapter. That if if maybe the uh, the Metroid Prime trilogy is coming to Switch, like a lot of people are hoping for, then maybe this can get more use than just than just. Uh, for smash so maybe i mean maybe there might be a market for it and i think just not having to rely on reproducing the the gamecube adapter i think would be beneficial for them and then they can maybe come out with a another officially licensed uh usb hub so that you you can plug all four in (laughs) (laughs) yeah the the only the only thing I wonder about is just the, because of the the way the switch is, as far as like it's a portable machine, right? So I mean, yes, you could just play with the with the Joy Cons, but you're going to be limited to only playing uh, docked with the GameCube controller if it's going to be plugged in USB. Which I'm fine. I mean, I don't. I'm fine with. I just don't know if they're going to be looking for another solution or not. That's well. I think Nintendo has the technology to to put the uh, the wireless capabilities in it if they wanted to. 
Yeah. And I know we talked about it a, a, like a couple episodes ago about like a hybrid, like GameCube pro controller that could be plugged in to charge and um, could also play uh, wirelessly, you know? Yeah. And this power, this power, a controller has the light indicator, like the pro controller does on the bottom where it lights up with one through four, what what player number you are. It also has a home button, a plus and a minus button. So, I mean, the design is there, so it just needs to be implemented fully, I guess. Yeah, and I wonder how the community will react if it's not an official GameCube controller anymore. But I mean, if it's still the general idea, if the button layout is still the same, but they add the extra Z button and the bigger D-pad if it had the the overall same feel and as far as the way the sticks felt, the button layout and just in the way the grip feels, I, w- I wonder how people feel about Scott. How would you, what, I mean, what do you think about this? I mean, I'm personally am going to use the switch pro controller for this new game. Um, I used to use the Wii U pro controller before I switched to GameCube again. So I'll be fine with that, but I think a lot of pro smash smashers and really whoever wants to use the GameCube controller on the Switch is probably not going to choose that third-party option. They're probably going to want to get official controllers. So, I mean, I'm not really sure. I mean, I I guess that would work, you know, but I think a lot of people are looking for an official controller. Yeah. uh, It'd be a risk if they don't make the exact GameCube controller like they did with the Wii U. That's going to be where people's expectations are. But what I'm thinking about is like the way that the, the PlayStation just changed up the dual shock design from the PlayStation three to the PlayStation four. They just, they, yeah. they added some things to it. It's still not a controller for me. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of it myself, but it's still yeah. the same basic layout. It just kind of, you know, I don't know if modernize is the best way to put it, but just kind of just, just made a little better. That's, you know, and that's, I mean, look, the, the GameCube controller is an, is an old controller. It's an old design. How many of these things did they make for smash Wii U that they could just put a new sticker on and, <laughs> and, and resell though, you know, that may be a factor in all of this as well. Too much. Well, and I mean, I guess going back to it, the, the, the pro community doesn't even need to fully embrace this if they don't want to, because, no, they don't have to. because uh, right now I think, the the GameCube controller with the adapter works on pretty much every game, right? On the Switch, it's just a matter of if you absolutely need that that second bumper button, you might be out of luck. But I think you yeah. can play. I think you can play Mario Kart. I think you can play Splatoon. I don't. I haven't tried Splatoon. I mean, you'd have to use, I guess, stick aiming. I guess maybe. I don't know. Mario think, Tennis worked. It game yeah, explained. I think played it Mario works. Tennis. I think it works as an input button. It has almost every button that as long as you treat the C stick as your other joystick, I think it works just like the pro controller does minus a bumper button. So if the pro community wants to continue using actual physical GameCube controllers and not embrace whatever might come out from Nintendo or this power a option, if it turns out to be true, um they have that option because most most i would think pro circuits are going to have access or have people that have access to um wii u adapters to bring their their gamecube controllers so yeah you're probably right we may see we may see multiple they may i mean and and that's kind of i mean look 
looking at Mario Tennis, look at all the options to play that game. You can play handheld. Uh, you can play. Uh, you can play docked. Of course, you can play with a single Joy-Con using motion. I believe you can play with a single Joy-Con. I actually don't know that because you need that stick for trick shots. Kind of. You might be able to do. I think you might be able to do. Maybe this. turn it sideways. Yeah, there's still the possibility yeah, of that. Like they they seem to be all about the um, the options that it you know who knows who knows and they love selling accessories so i mean it could be like a more the merrier kind of thing or it's like hey if you want to play docked with the with the gamecube controller here's an adapter here's the uh the uh the official i mean think about the possibilities like the uh the pro controller the uh just that clear smoky plastic that they use for it like what if they what if they design a gamecube controller not to look like the old uh, as far as the the indigo and the black but to have the the look of the of the pro controller that it's you know just this this killer clear plastic like kind of out like just thinking outside of the box a little bit more like thinking about that kind of stuff is like oh my gosh i'm my wallet is crying <laughs> thinking of yeah cuz i mean the current yeah. pro controller has kind of that that see-through plastic like you were talking about kind of like going back to the the 64 right when they came out with the the see-through plastic colors so i mean yeah just make it make it gamecube shaped but but have it be the color scheme quote-unquote of of uh of the switch pro controller yeah i i really i think they're probably just going to re-release the gamecube controller again but that's not my personal hope i just think that's what they want to do to profit from it yeah, that's a good point. That's, good. that's probably probably going to be the case. So, okay, last week we had a there was a there was a question on Smash uh, subreddit that was, hey, what if there's like they get ready to an- announce everybody's coming to to play the game and it's Smash Four Deluxe, right? And and I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I'm not in that. I'm not there. Yeah, I tr- and we talked yeah. about that, but then it kind of hit me this week is. This uh, my prediction about and we may never hear this, but my prediction is that Smash 5 is a port of Smash 4 that they gave to Sakurai shortly after the release of Smash on Wii U and said, here, you have four more years to polish this and make this into the exact game that you want it to be. And that will be the game that we get on the switch. So all the characters plus some faster movement maybe a little more like melee maybe so it's a little more um just 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 a little just a little more fine-tuned and and then polished that's that's where my head's at scott uh, scott what do you think i really do think they're probably going to use the same engine which would actually be a first in series history because 64 to melee it was a new engine melee to brawl was a new engine apparently and then brawl to smash 4 wii u was kind of like a modified version of that engine, but it still wasn't like the same engine game engine, if that makes sense. I think they're basically just going to use a lot of the same physics engine, but I could see it definitely being a little bit more um, aggressive, a little bit faster. I think they want to appeal to that melee audience too. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that. I would actually love that personally. Carly, what about you, bud? Well, we got into it a little bit on Twitter the other day, but (laughs) boo this man. (laughs) But uh, I mean, uh, we've talked about it a little bit. And I think, I mean, as long as they don't come out and tell us that it's a port, I think 
that, that I think that's the biggest thing the community doesn't want to see is is that it's they're told that this is this is a game from four years ago, and they want they want the new and shiny. But hopefully, if if the changes that you were just talking about with speeding up the game, I mean, if the rumor that we t- we talked about, however many weeks ago, is turns out to be true, that they're they're kind of crossing the the speed of melee and and Smash Four, then I think people will be happy. And I, 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 the biggest thing that anybody I think cares about in smash is, is the roster. And I think hopefully we'll have a clearer view of that on Tuesday afternoon. Morning, yeah. whatever, whatever time it is for you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I mean, we definitely want to know who is going to be in this game. So, so there you go. That's, uh, that's kind of where we're at as far as like, is this a port? Is it a new installment? I do think it's new, but I think it's the same. I think it's the same, uh, engine, that kind of stuff. So that's where I'm at with that. Okay. We're, we're running low on time. So our, our smash, character for this week is yoshi that was by request from nintendo david so i have two videos one from beefy smash dudes it's really good and one from j tails so you can watch that right on your show notes and then practice right along with it and then as far as for montage i found like a uh, uh it's kind of like a top 10 a top 10 with yoshi and that is from dragon smash and just going through the comment section on that video, <laughs> people were like, oh, my gosh, Yoshi is a beast. So uh, some good stuff on Yoshi. If you want to check it out for smash practice this week, what I wanted to get was some tips from Scott. So, Scott, I'm going to let you take it away now and just give us some give us some pointers, some things that we can do like on a like on a daily basis when we when we fire up the game to uh, to improve. We just lost him. Oh. We we lost them all together. There oh, he's back. Hey. Here he comes. Uh, training mode, doing routines in there is a big deal. Um, practicing your combos really is a huge deal in the in the current installment anyway. Um, a lot of people you see at a higher level, they're incredible at converting combos. Um, and the ledge game is very important, like reading and reacting off of the ledge, seeing what people have or options for their character specifically helps a lot so really just looking for habits in people's gameplay if you look to watch better players and trying to apply that yourself when you're playing against people you know so so uh, one of the questions i have because i don't know that we've really hit on it much on this um on this podcast is you know when you say when you say work on the edge game kind of break that down for us a little bit like I'm I'll be honest, I'm nervous to to play that edge game much because I'm a, every time I try, I fall to my death. It's almost it's almost uh, inevitable. So if you're in training mode, like is the do you recommend like trying to knock the computer um, off and then and then jumping out towards the computer and and trying to keep it on the ledge or what? Like, what are some specific things that we can we can do when it comes to um, to playing the edge? Okay, so I I think I know where you're coming from. Are you saying you're getting off the ledge, or you're trying to to defend them from coming back? Yeah, try like, I mean, really, it could be both, right? Because it's they're both important parts to the game. But yeah, um, but if you have knocked them off, and you want to, you know, maybe try to go for a spike or or something like that. Is there is there 
and it's obviously going to be character specific, right? So it's what I'm looking for is just kind of some, some general tips that you might, that you might suggest. Okay. So if you're defending the edge, like if you're edge guarding or if you're really just looking to stop them from getting up again and push them back off for a kill, the best thing you can do is hold block, like hold your shield up and try to react off of their getup. So a lot of the time they'll do jump. That's a really common option because most characters can jump pretty high and do attacks out of it when they get up from the ledge. So what you can do is hold block, react, and jump out of block and hit them or stop their jump from occurring, for example. Um, the block also covers get up attack. So if they're anticipating that you drop block a lot, they'll just keep trying to attack you from the ledge or they'll use their double jump like they'll drop from the ledge, double jump, and try to hit you with an aerial move. That will usually work against people who aren't super defensive at the ledge or if they're a little bit um, loose on their timings. But most of the time, you just want to hold block and try to throw your fastest move out of block. That usually will stop people from coming back on. But for trying to actually edge guard, like if you're going out and trying to spike or they call it gimping somebody in that game, mm-hmm. um, what you can do with Luigi, for example, is he has the cyclone move that'll like spin people out and spike them off the bottom of the blast zone. So what you want to do usually with a move like that or any other spike is you kind of just want to like wait, anticipate their double jump and read where they're going to try to snap to the ledge from. So if they're coming from high or trying to go low to like stop you from hitting them horizontally, that's typically what you want to do is wait for that jump or wait for their trajectory without their jump. So for starting out for somebody like me, that's, that's a novice. The best thing would be to, for right now, if, when it comes to edge guarding, hitting that block and if they go for their double jump, try to, uh, try to counter it immediately before they can, before they can pull it off. And then if they do an attack, then you're going to be shielded and you can, you can follow it up immediately. Is that, that basically? Yeah, Yeah, basically. So you pretty much. In your case, you typically play Mario, right? Yep. Okay, so with Mario, he has pretty good out-of-shield options, they call it. So what you can do is if you see them out trying to recover from far away with Luigi, for example, he has the green missile move where you'll see him like rocket toward the edge. Um, And you can actually go out and keep recoveries like that or really any other recovery, but... You pretty much just want to use any move that sends them away from you. Like it sends them back off the stage to reset the situation if you can't just kill them. So yeah, pretty much. You just want to like hold block and react to them trying to go over you. You pretty much just want to be the wall for the edge so they can't pass. That's the whole concept of it. And so another another thing that you could probably do, I mean, it would depend character to character, but like when crawler and I fire up a match, I could just say, Hey, jump off. I'm going to like, and, and just keep trying to get back on in different ways so that I can just practice that over and over again. And then we can switch. Like it'd probably be a good way to practice, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Typically having another person, um, is the best idea to do it. Um, obviously I know you guys probably play somewhat often, so that's a, that's a great idea. And there are, actually mods for your Wii U if you're interested in the modding community that help with that. I typically use a training mod pack and you can set the AI to do different things. But anyway, just 
it resembles what a human would do or gives them different options that the AI typically wouldn't, if that makes sense. I see. Okay. Well, cool, man. Cool. So I guess that's, that's kind of where I'll leave it as far as just prep with practicing. Like if you have a sparring partner, of course we've heard it over and over again. If you know somebody that you can play with, you know, in the same room, that's going to be your best smash experience period, especially trying to do some of these, uh, um, trying to do some of the precision moves or things like that. Like as soon as lag is, gets into be a factor, it can get pretty frustrating, but yeah, it's kind of silly. I mean, I typically, try to avoid online because going to tournaments frequently will throw you off a bit, but it's okay enough. If you have somebody with a good connection. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, Hey, speaking of tournaments, give us uh give us the lowdown on just a few of those. Like where I know we're running a little long, but I don't, I don't, I don't mind if you, if you're cool. <laughs> oh no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm all set. So I got some time. So what, what's your mindset going in? Like, what uh what what have what have what have been some of your experiences with the with the tournament scene okay so early on when you're going to tournaments and in my case for example you feel a lot of this pressure that you probably shouldn't feel it's kind of it's not everybody that has this issue but a lot of people feel that they have something to to show for their skill especially if they're really new to the tournament scene they're not totally sure how other people will play so you kind of build up these expectations that you probably shouldn't in the beginning a lot of newer players do this and they kind of overthink a lot but as you progress over time you start to realize that the pressure isn't really a thing that you should be worrying about because everybody feels that pressure in the back of their mind they're thinking oh what if i get upset by this guy who's worse or what if i beat this guy who's really good and those type of ideas really hold most people back but that's something i've typically been working on lately and it's been really improving my gameplay and i think a lot of people should implement that if they're new to the scene um but with tournaments in general i've really just had a blast i've met a lot of great people a lot of my friends i have now are from the tournament scene for smash so it's a great community and i think Everybody should at least try to go to one tournament. Like, if you like Smash Brothers, try to experience what it's like to see people who are just as passionate as you about the game. Yeah. So, Scott, do you do you have a reoccurring like tournament weekly or monthly or anything like that that you're able to go to? Oh yeah, I have a few. Um, I live in Connecticut, for example, in the U.S. So, I go to stuff in the region of New England. Like, we have stuff in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Um, in Connecticut also in the other states, but typically I haven't been going to many weeklies lately because of work and such, but what there's a few I can go to. There's um Game Underground, which is a arcade and um gaming lounge in Massachusetts. There is one up games, which is also in Massachusetts. There is the um the Legacy Weekly series in Connecticut near the New Haven Hartford area. So there's quite a few I go to, but for monthlies and regional events, um, that's typically what I'm more interested in because, you know, better players go, you can kind of get better wins and more notoriety, a lot of people would say. So, um, for an example, a couple of weeks ago, I went to get on my level in Canada, and that was a great tournament. You know, it's really an excuse to get out and take a vacation too. So, <laughs> nice. that's always a fun, the fun part of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, there's just a lot to go to. Um, New England isn't 
the best region in the world, but we do have some great players. We have um, Light, for example, who you were talking about earlier. He's number one in New England, um, and I play him pretty frequently. So, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot. Almost every weekend, there's something to go to in New England or the tri-state area. So, that's super cool. That that's that is super cool. I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping that there's going to be, we actually have this, this, uh, I think I mentioned it. We have this place opening up near where I live that just says games, collectibles and, um, something else. And so, but it looks, even their logo looks like an esports thing. So I'm like, fingers crossed, like we might be able to get, uh, um, get the smash scene. Uh, if it isn't already going here, um, get it started over there. So that's, that's uh, that's kind of what I'm hoping because I, I want to play I want to play real people on a regular basis. I think it would be a ton of fun. Yeah, man, it's a big deal. It's totally different from playing online. So, yeah, I'm lucky. I got built in competitors right in my house. My uh, my boys, you know, so they're like 15, yeah. <laughs> 17. So that helps. But that's awesome. Uh, well, cool, man. Well, hey, thank you so much for taking the time. Can you let people know where they can uh, where they can follow you if they want to? Yeah, thank you, man. Um I'm on Twitter at Scott Burnett, B-U-R-N-E-T-T, 96. Um, I really just post a lot about the competitive Smash scene and other gaming-related news and such. I'm really into the gaming scene, like journalism and other things, too. So, yeah, go ahead and follow me if you want some great um, fun tweets to read every so often. (laughs) Right on. Crawler, where can we find you, bud? Uh, You can find me on Twitter as well, Nightcrawler724. Nightcrawlers without the E. Um, you can also check me out hanging out in Josh's Discord. Come hang out. We're getting big and E3 hype is growing. Yeah, absolutely it is. Guys, the song you're hearing right now is Metal Melee theme, and you can check out the full video at n64josh.com slash Metal Melee. It'll take you directly to the YouTube video. Um, we have a couple sponsors. Audible, if you want to get yourself a free book, you can go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. Right now, all the chairs are $50 off. If you use coupon code N64Josh, you can save an additional $10. So that's a total of $60 off of these awesome gaming chairs. I love mine. OPC.com. The show notes for this episode, if you want to be able to see all the links we mentioned, N64Josh.com slash SBC14. Like Nightcrawler said, come hang out in the Discord. N64Josh.com slash Discord will take you there. I'm on Twitter at N64Josh. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us live. If you want to watch the Invitational with with us live, I'm going to be streaming all day long on Tuesday. So twitch.tv slash N64Josh will be live all day watching the, all the Nintendo news, all the Smash news, taking it all in giving commentary we'll be we'll probably do some just impromptu podcasts that kind of stuff so really excited for that we'll see you guys uh on tuesday take it easy